St. Paulinus of Nola, Bishop. St. Paulinus was born at Bordeaux in France in 355. He advanced in the service of the state, married and had a son. Desirous of an austere life, he received baptism and, having disposed of all worldly goods, began to live the monastic life in 393 at Nola in Campania. He later was made bishop of that city and promoted the cult of St. Felix, assisted pilgrims, and diligently alleviated the misfortunes of the day. He also composed poems remarkable for their fine language. St. Paulinus died in 431. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The earth is full of the goodness of Christ. He feeds his lambs and guards his sheep. He walks abroad as the shepherd of souls and gathers all into his keep. We know the voice of our pastor, the Lord. He calls our names eternally. Our hearts rejoice at the words that he speaks. And I know mine, and mine know me. When danger comes, all the hirelings will flee. But Christ remains to guard our sleep. When the evil comes, the good shepherd of souls lays down his life to save his sheep. We shall not want, for our pastor is Christ. He makes us lie in fields of grace, where shorn of sin and refreshed by his love, we gaze in prayer upon his face. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. O Lord, your strength gives joy to the King, how your saving help makes him glad. You have granted him his heart's desire, you have not refused the prayer of his lips. You came to meet him with the blessings of success, you have set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, and this you have given, days that will last from age to age. Your saving help has given him glory. You have laid upon him majesty and splendor. You have granted your blessings to him forever. You have made him rejoice with the joy of your presence. The king has put his trust in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High he shall stand firm. O Lord, arise in your strength. We shall sing and praise your power. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works, how deep are your designs. The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. See how your enemies perish, all doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength, you anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes look in triumph on my foes, my ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still grain, 
to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the letter of the Apostle Paul to Titus. The bishop, as God's steward, must be blameless. He may not be self-willed or arrogant, a drunkard, a violent or greedy man. He should, on the contrary, be hospitable and a lover of goodness, steady, just, holy, and self-controlled. In his teaching, he must hold fast to the authentic message so that he will be able to both encourage men to follow sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict it. There are many irresponsible teachers, especially among the Jewish converts, men who are empty talkers and deceivers. These must be silenced. They are upsetting whole families by teaching things they have no right to teach, and all for sordid gain. As for yourself, let your speech be consistent with sound doctrine. Tell the older men they must be temperate, serious-minded, and self-controlled. Likewise, sound in the faith, loving, and steadfast. Similarly, the old women must behave in ways that befit those who belong to God. They must not be slanderous gossips or slaves to drink. By their good example, they must teach the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be sensible, chaste, busy at home, kindly, submissive to their husbands. Thus, the word of God will not fall into disrepute. Tell the young men to keep themselves completely under control, nor may you yourself fail to set them good example. Your teaching must have the integrity of serious, sound words to which no one can take exception. If it does, no opponent will be able to find anything bad to say about us, and hostility will yield to shame. You must have at heart every member of the flock, for the Holy Spirit has made you their shepherds. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. The great quality of a steward is to be faithful to his duty. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. A reading from a letter by St. Paulinus of Nola, Bishop. You have shown, my Lord, that you bear within you true charity and perfect love toward my humble person. Truly holy and deservedly blessed, you are a most desirable friend. For my cousin Julian, on his return from Carthage, delivered the letter which conveyed to us the shining light of your sanctity. As a result, it seems to me that I am not just now coming to know your love for me, but rather recognizing it as something I was already aware of. For clearly this love of yours came forth from the one who predestined us for himself from the foundation of the world. In him, the maker of all that is to be, we were made before we were born, because he made us and not we ourselves. Shaped by his work and his foreknowledge then, we were already joined by charity into a likeness of wills and a union of faith, or a faith of unity that anticipated our present acquaintance. So, before we met in person, we became known to each other in the revelation of the Spirit. Hence, I give thanks and boast in the Lord, who, one and the same throughout the world, produces his love in his people through the Holy Spirit, whom he pours out upon all flesh. With the flow of the river he gladdens his city, among among whose citizens he rightly established you to be the first among princes of his people in your apostolic see. Likewise, he wanted me, 
whom he raised up when I was downtrodden, and lifted up from the earth when I was destitute, to be numbered among your associates. But I am more grateful for that gift of the Lord by which he established a place for me in your heart, and allowed me so to penetrate your affections that I might claim a personal trust in your love. Moved by such kindnesses and gifts, I could not love you in a merely casual or negligent way. But you should know everything about me, and you should be aware that I am a sinner of long standing. It is not so long ago that I was led out of darkness and the shadow of death. Only recently have I begun to breathe in the air of life. Only recently have I put my hand to the plow and taken up the cross of Christ. I need to be helped by your prayers and to persevere to the end. And if you should lighten my burden by your intercession, this is the reward that will be added on to your merits. For the holy man who accepts, who helps a laborer, I dare not call myself a brother, will be exalted like a great city. We have sent to you a loaf of bread in token of our unity. It symbolizes as well the substance of the Trinity. By accepting it, you will make it a bread of blessing. Blessed is the man who is found without fault, who does not make gold his life's object, who does not put his trust in wealth. His future will be secure in the Lord. He was able to sin, but did not. He was able to do wrong, but would not. His future will be secure in the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, you made St. Paulinus renowned for his love of poverty and concern for his people. May we who celebrate his witness to the gospel imitate his example of love for others. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.